Welcome to Ways to Flourish, the William & Mary Health and Wellness Podcast. Today we are very fortunate to be joined by the director of the William & Mary Counseling Center, Dr. Karina sidarski Gleiser. Welcome to you. your first time on our podcast. Thank you. Karina, we've got the election coming up. A lot of reactions, a lot of emotions, broad spectrum of things that are being experienced from our faculty, our students right now. But really, how do we protect our mental health during the election this time? Intentionality is extremely important. I think that, for instance, I may not be the best example because at times when I finally go to bed, I put the news and keep me awake for maybe longer than I should be. And increases my anxiety. So planning, planning when it, if you are going to watch the news, what is the best time to do that and for how long? You could, if you wanted to, be on the news 24-7, right, with all the technology that we have and how, again, that would not be a good idea. Uh, probably the level of anxiety would be really awful for anyone experiencing that. So being able to decide how long am I going to be on the internet or on the TV watching news about the election and polls and things like that. And also, again, incorporating self-care, doing something with humor, doing something. I, I always think about balance, right? That if if someone is very much introverted and likes to spend a lot of time by themselves, okay, how are you incorporating some social time? If you tend to be all the time indoors what are you doing to be outdoors if you are the opposite i need to spend most of my time with people well what are you doing to rest and recharge a little bit without having to be always with others so at this time is a little bit of the same how are you balancing your daily life in order to integrate those pieces that perhaps are less natural or spontaneous for you, but that are so important. And then what about this level of uncertainty that people are experiencing? Mm -hmm. What are some ways that we can navigate healthily through that? Well, I think in, in part is admitting, recognizing, being aware, understanding that there's nothing abnormal with that. We need to normalize that what party you are inclined to elect. There is the uncertainty with any election. So being able to recognize the implications, because I think the uncertainty and the anxiety connected to it is related to what are the implications for me, for my family, for the nation, for the world perhaps. And so being able to recognize that you are not talking about whether it will rain or not. You are talking about a significant election. One thing that I find interesting, I was talking with some students, and, and I didn't think of this before. This shows me how much I learned from our students. But they were asking, is every election like this? Because for some of them, this is their first election. And I was like, no, you know, there have been some elections that people don't feel this level of uncertainty and anxiety that... Yes, you may be more interested in having one candidate over the other, and for many reasons, but it doesn't feel that the stakes are so high like they are at this time. 
that for me opened my eyes. If you think every election is like this, right, and, and the stakes, you may feel that this is for the rest of my life feeling like this at every election. And I, I wanted to provide that historical piece because, yes, it's an important one. And that says, no wonder people are feeling the way they are feeling because I don't think that at every election we feel like this. So. And the piece that I haven't addressed is the social media, right? That how involved are you with your social media? How much are you posting? How much you want to be involved in that way and advocating that way or, or not? And the irony of connection there too, where a social network built up to facilitate these connections that you have with people and the feelings that you can walk away with after engaging with that platform. Mm-hmm. And then what are some tips and resources that can help us to cope with everything that's going on in our world right now? Mm-hmm. Again, given the high stake of this election and how the nation is at this time, it is important to recognize that it is a significant election and knowing that this election has significant implications for different groups. So the emotions connected to it and its results are going to be significant and being able to acknowledge that it is important to be present, to understand where our emotions are coming from. A lot of those emotions are connected to values and the type of society we want to live in and the values we want to portray or seem portray in the administration based on potentially our own values. So recognizing that, again, the emotions are coming from a significant place. And I think it's very important to understand that issues of belonging are salient in addition to our physiological needs At the same time, it is important to give yourself time to engage in activities that distract you from that extreme anxiety that you may experience. So being able to, at times, get on social media, see what people are saying, get on the news, be able to understand what is happening at different times, but also how important it is to unplug and do something to distract ourselves from what's going on. Also very important is to connect with others. Potentially people are having much more difficulty being able to connect and have civil discourse with people who are voting for the opposite party. So if that's the case, it is very important to connect with others who who have similar views, similar values, who understand the implications that it has for your identities. Because if people don't understand the implications that it can have for you as a human being with certain identities, that could be very problematic. And and it's difficult to have a civil discourse. In other situations, you may be exposed to people who are thinking the opposite way. If it feels that different voices cannot be respected, then it is important to end the conversation or remove oneself from that situation because at times it is healthier to say I cannot engage in this conversation than to feel exposed to views that students, faculty, staff could perceive as antagonistic, demoralizing, aggressive. 
I think that's great. I know you all have some workshops that are coming up, a few additional resources. The title of that workshop is the Election Stress Supportive Outreach Workshop from the Counseling Center for students that are on campus right now can connect with Felicia Brown Anderson. We'll include that in the notes section. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have several organized. One starting at Friday at 4 p.m. And okay, then Monday great. at 5 is the next one. We have several. Great. Was there anything else that you'd like to share, touch on? The importance of balance, the importance of sleep. As I'm saying this, I'm saying it to myself as a reminder to balance, <laughs> to eat healthy meals, and also some candy and chocolate and ice cream. Not necessarily all at the same time, but you know how important it is to, at times, eat, eat those foods that we call comfort foods. And for different people, there may be different meals. So... As I'm talking, I'm just thinking about something to make for this, perhaps this weekend, that would be a comfort food in my family. So to sum it up, just a great way for your election stress kit, best things to do, unplug, refuel, keep balance, and really stay connected with your community. Yeah, and do something to distract yourself. Exercise, playing certain games, knitting, crocheting, throwing a ball, kicking a ball. I love the idea of buying a bag of ice and throwing it somewhere because it sounds like you're breaking plates, Ah. but you are just throwing ice. What a great idea. All right, so thank you so much for these tips and for joining us again on our Facebook page.